Welcome to the Wade John Taylor Patriot Report. Today is Tuesday, July 20th, 2021. And this is Season 3, Episode 13, for those that are keeping track. First of all, I would like to thank all of our new Patreon subscribers and those special Patriots who have signed up for our new home delivery service. If you have not yet ordered your monthly subscription or supported the pamphlet but would like to do so, please go to our website at www.thepamphlet.net. Our July order form is posted uh, to our blog section if you're interested in becoming one of our Patreon uh, supporters and receiving exclusive content. uh, You can do so by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the pamphlet. Most of all, I'd like to thank you for listening to the Wade John Taylor Patriot Report. We believe that by understanding our true history and the struggle against tyranny that our founding fathers went through, um, we can find solution to today's problems. So thank you for supporting me and the pamphlet so that we can continue to carry out our mission to spread liberty and freedom everywhere. So let's stop talking about it and let's get right to it. Um, We have a pretty exciting show for you tonight. I'm going to be discussing the doctrine of liberty and how to apply it to your lives. I'm also planning on discussing the importance of, of quiet time for the brain. Especially in this day and age of, of chaos, it's, it's really important to, to take a moment regularly to, to pause, ponder, reflect, uh, pray if you're a religious person. Um, overall, just kind of help put your thoughts in order and um, process it without new inputs. So we're going to get into that a little bit. And with that, let's get right into the Doctrine of Liberty section of this. So first off... What doctrine do you live in your life? Is liberty an essential part of that doctrine? Is how you walk, talk, and chew bubblegum dictated by a value system that is centered on personal sovereignty, integrity, and responsibility? If you have a governor or a leader who is trying to to shame you into changing your behavior then you can be assured that that individual does not subscribe to the doctrine of liberty. Instead, you can be assured that that individual believes that people need to be managed and coerced into different behaviors. A true leader in this land of liberty embraces the melting pot of diversity of the citizens of this country and represents them while while trying to preserve the liberty that allows people to to be who they want to be and who they are um, be the best version of them that they can be you can't do that without liberty anyone who thinks it's their duty to make hard choices for the people does not understand that it is their duty to allow the people to make the hard choices after their leadership is apprised them of all the available facts without 
misrepresentation. That's the way this country operates. And those leaders allow the greatest amount of liberty for the people that they represent and don't give away that liberty. And that's what a true leader is in this country. How many of those do we have? Not, not much that I can see. You know, there's a lot of people that even claim to be Republicans who clearly just think that, well, this will be a lot easier if people just do what we say. <laughs> really? Not about easy. Liberty is the hard path, but it's the right path. That's what we need to be about. That's what we need to, to have as our doctrine in our life. For those who, who embrace Jesus Christ, Father in heaven, the Lord, God, whatever you want to call those, those representations of uh, the gospel, understand that the true teachings of that is liberty. Be above government in, in every way. Not in a disrespecting way. I guess I should clarify that. And it's not like you're overbearing. But government is beneath you in its proper place. Government receives its power by the people. And when you have the proper perspective and understand that government answers to you, then you're more apt to do something about it when you see that it's not answering to you. If you don't think and understand that, that you're supposed to be in charge of government, well, all you'll do is sit home all day and watch Netflix. You don't really care too much what your elected leaders are, are doing. You might even say, you know what? I voted. That's good enough for me. I did my duty. Because you don't understand <laughs> that that is the, the final piece of what you're supposed to do. Every year, you're supposed to spend what time you possibly can going to your public meetings to check in on, on to those people who, who you've put in office to make sure that they're conducting themselves like they said they would, to watch their mannerisms, to question them when it's the public's time to speak and give feedback to the things that are being discussed in council, to offer varying options and opinions that perhaps those individuals don't think of. That's your job. And then when that person is up for election again, you're going to know full well. Did they do their job? And their job wasn't just sitting there making decisions. That's not the job of an elected official. The job of the elected official is to identify the problems pertaining to the populace that they represent. To investigate and use the tools at their disposal to find out all the facts. To present those facts to the public and open it up for comment and solutions. When the public comes back with their variations of solutions, the elected official can compile those, lay them out, and have a public forum where the public can come in and decide what the best options are. 
And then that public official is supposed to implement those. Take the trust of the public and try and do the best that they can in making sure that they do what the public asks them to do. That's how government's supposed to work. Is that the first time you're hearing that? That's what the problem is in this country. Our education system does not teach history. Our education system does not teach civic responsibility. Heck, our education system nowadays doesn't even teach math, English, or any respectable curriculum. Instead, what they teach is indoctrination. How to become worthless. How to sit around and collect a paycheck. Become promiscuous to explore yourself and all there is to offer with that. And to go out and do what you want and what, make, what makes you feel right. Irrespective of civic responsibility, personal responsibility, and dignity. They teach about dignity anymore in school. Honesty, integrity, those sort of values. No? Well, they shouldn't be teaching any values at all. If they're not going to cover all the values, well, they should leave that up to the parents. Parents don't want to teach those values. You know what? Well, then the teachers have no choice or should have no choice but accept that those parents want to free-range their children, and that's their right to do so. If they're unteachable, well, then the teacher can say, look, I can't teach your kid. You need to deal with them when they're available to be taught. Bring them back. That puts the responsibility back where it belongs, on, on the student and the parent. There's a lot of things like that in our society that if we get down to and, and, and analyze, we're going to see that things are not right. Have you assumed your proper perspective and acknowledged your responsibility in going to your public meetings and keeping your government in check? Did you know or recognize that before you vote for an individual, you have that responsibility to check them out? To see if they truly stand for what they are or what they say they are? Not only that, but they, are they a person who is competent and capable of leading in a representative government? Does the person you are voting for have an accurate understanding of the history of this nation, the liberties that they're entrusted in preserving, and the sacrifices that are continually required to maintain that liberty. A truly selfish person is not capable of effectively holding office in a truly representative government that respects liberty and responsibility. So do you have the right person for the job in front of you? If not, are you working to get the right person in the job? Do you even know that person? Have you watched them at their meetings, how they've conducted themselves? This is what you can do. This is what you can do now. Familiarize yourself with what's going on. And then I believe, honestly, that you're going to feel like you're in your proper place. 
like you're more complete as a human being. That's how I felt when I assumed the mantle of personal responsibility. That's how many that I've talked to about it have felt. When you finally get it, you finally understand that this life is about doing hard things. And that is what I'm going to talk about later on. But before I get to that, we're going to have a little bit of a break. And then we're going to come back and I'm going to talk about taking a break when I come back after these messages. Welcome back. I really appreciate you sticking around. If this is your first time listening and you'd like to know more about who I am, what we do is the pamphlet, and how you can support us, go ahead and go over to our website. You can find that at www.thepamphlet.net. That's T-H-E-P-A-M-P-H-L-E-T dot N-E-T. And that is exactly where you're going to be able to find out everything about us, our monthly publication about liberty, freedom, and our actual history. And you can receive our free digital downloads in our library section and find out our contact information on, on how you can support us. So go ahead and head on over to the pamphlet and check us out. We certainly appreciate everything you've done. So let's get right back to the podcast. So I wanted to take a moment and talk to you about the importance of tuning out from the world and tuning into something greater than yourself from time to time. Reflection and meditation of where you are and where you're at in the grand scheme of things helps give the proper perspective and also helps motivate change where it's needed. Consciously focusing on, on um, getting rid of like mental baggage and like shredding resentments or frustrations um, for the day or the week, or just even moment by moment, if you're having some really rough times, if you can just really block out and, and, and just go have some quiet time, you can definitely change your perspective. I mean, the more you can actually cast off or get rid of negative feelings that weigh you down, then... I, I believe the more likely you are going forward to, to be able to think of creative solutions to new daily life challenges that just happen. But if you're so wrapped up in the stress and everything else, it just it, it makes your brain a little bit more frazzled. It doesn't operate on that peak efficiency. So when I say tune out, it means unplug. Turn the Wi-Fi off. Turn your phone off, computer, tablet, TV, everything. Turn it off. And embrace the silence. It's important. And now, for you, those who are um, more religious, prayer, constant prayer, 
in your silent time is, is a fantastic way to to increase your personal relationship with the the great divine creator. You don't have to have any special qualifications, special degrees. All you need to do is start praying. You don't got to get on your knees, close your eyes, bow your head. Sure, those things help put you into a proper perspective. But every day when I'm doing my chores, that's also my prayer time. If I have long drives, go get feed or something, and I'm by myself, that's usually some good prayer time. I, I, I take the moments that I can to develop a closer relationship. I pray for thanks, for guidance, help talk things out through my head. That's what I'm talking about. Now, for those that, that haven't figured that part out yet and just haven't found it or don't want to, that's entirely up to you. There's other things. Meditation. That I, I did meditation for years. I was away from the gospel for 28 years living in the world. And I explored every different type of, of method to to better myself, to focus my brain, to, to increase my mental power um, and self-control. I, I tried so many things before I returned to the gospel. I know that there's a lot of things out there that can help because I've tried just about all of them. And some can definitely make you feel better. And my time of, of meditation and, and quiet reflection and that is, is still a good tool for me. Now, sure, prayer is kind of my go-to thing because I have a wonderful relationship with our Father in Heaven. And I know you can too. Look, if he can accept me, this crazy sinner for all the things I've done in my life, he can certainly accept you. That's what I'm talking about. And now... I'm going to explain why I think it is so critical nowadays. We are entering into a period of time in history where things are going to become more chaotic and more chaotic as we go along for at least a period of time. This is a normal process in society collapse, which we're in. And... We're going to need every ounce of sanity during this period of time. So it's important to develop coping skills to get you through. Because if you lose your mind in the challenges and difficult times coming ahead, your chances of survival shrink to pretty close to zero. And if your goal is to survive and see things through and see how everything turns out, then you're going to want to get your head straight. You're going to need to do that because you can't discern things. You can't evaluate things. You can't honestly look at things. If your head's full of chaos, emotional turmoil, drama, those sort of things, You've got to get your head straight. It's your head. Control it. Get your emotions in perspective. Stop giving in to, to what the devil would have you do. 
on all levels. And try and be a better person every day. If you do that, you're going to be okay. So please take the time to start programming in some quiet time every day. Somehow along your daily routine. And then build on it. Let it increase. Let your consciousness develop into everything that it's capable of being. And I think that you're going to be a lot better off. And I think that you're going to know and have a better option or a better time or more able to disconnect when you need to, to recognize, to say, whoa, all right, this is a little bit too chaotic for me. I'm going to, I'm going to check out for a few moments, get, make sure that I'm straight, come back in and, and tackle this. And you'll be able to do that and deal more with that stress and the chaos. Understand that, that's how doctors triage things. Now, I know doctors aren't exactly on everybody's favorite list right now, especially since many of them were supposed to take this oath to do no harm. And what we're finding is, well, they're just as human as everybody else, and they have no spine and won't stand up. Not all of them. Some did. And they got banned and blacklisted and lost their livelihood, and others decided not to stand up. Not going to blame doctors. Society. We all need to find that backbone and spine. And I think once you start meditating and trying to improve yourself as a better human being, pray more, do whatever it is that you do or develop to figure out to make yourself a better person, you're going to be glad that you did in the days, weeks, and months ahead. Things are going to get crazy. Sometimes it'll be slow process. We won't notice too much change until we look back. Other times it'll be fast and sudden. And we won't see different things coming. So I hope this helps. I got one more break to get out of the way here. And when I come back, I always try and leave things in a positive note. And I'll get into that on the other side of this break. Welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. My wife really appreciates it. It, it helps. It helps give a little bit of validation for, for all the 18-hour days of writing and trying to juggle um, doing something good for humanity with uh, also trying to, to manage our, our livestock and, and garden, which is just getting trashed in this drought um, and, and other things. So thank you so much for, for listening. Uh, it, it does make it, it worth it. And um, I hope you get something out of it. I really do. We're trying to, we're trying to change, change this world, change this country one person at a time. To try and teach everybody that they've got responsibilities here. If you want liberty and freedom, then you've got you've to do something to save it, to preserve it. Or you're not going to have it. It's just that simple. And hopefully, we can wake enough people up 
to affect change. We only need roughly 12-13% of the population to, to stand behind affecting change in a positive way. That's typically all it takes. That was the, the effective support of the, the American Revolution. Um, given a lot of people were passive supporters um, or indifferent, kind of in the middle of the road, couldn't really care one way or the other. But there were certainly those who did everything, who gave everything for us. And we should remember that, and we should honor that, and try and live up to their sacrifice by offering up our own, so that others may also have that liberty and freedom. And so with that, I'm going to get into that one more thing that I try and do at the end of the podcast to leave a positive note. Today, I'm going to invite you to live up to your full potential. I know it sounds a little bit simple, but hear me out. Far too often, we as the human race tend to be a little bit lazy. I know, hard to believe, right? But we're constantly seeking to make our tasks easier and modernize our lives into simplicity. And because something becomes easier or simpler, or at least the appearance of it, it's an automatic okay in our minds without any contemplation. But by constantly taking the easy way, we often miss the lessons in life. To counteract that, I invite you to ask yourself this question. If I lived up to my full potential, what would I be capable of achieving? That's a big question. If I lived up to my full potential, what would I be capable of achieving? You know, I still don't know the answer of that question. But I tell you what, I'm trying desperately to live up to my full potential, whatever that may be. Now, a word of caution. Don't use this question as an opportunity to be pessimistic about what you do not do. And don't bash yourself for missed opportunities. Instead, ponder about the now, in this very moment. Getting caught too far in the future with aspirations that are grand and without substantial action can also lead to hopelessness. So, again, come back to that now question. What's going on today? What are you doing today? How are you doing today? Are you the best person that you can possibly be today? Really, are you? Can you do a little bit more? What could you do? What's the smallest thing that you could do to change? What's the largest? What do you want to do to change? What are you struggling to change? What can I do now to be a better version of me? Where can I improve my relations or relationships with others, 
without abandoning my core values. And for that matter, what are my core values? How do I want to be treated by others? Do I extend that same courtesy to others? Are you starting to see where I'm going with this? A little bit of what we were doing before in the middle segment, reflection, pondering. Once you practice that, then this segment means even more because it becomes automatic in that reflection period to analyze not only the world and where you're at in it, but your actions and how they can improve. And by improve, I don't mean by how can you yell at people more or how can you do that. that that's not an improvement. It's just not. If you're asking yourself, how can my negative qualities increase, then that's not a betterment. It's like de-evolution. That's getting worse as a person. And we as a society are going through this, poss- uh, the, this process of, of de-evolution. I, I laughed about it in the 80s when this uh, pop band called uh, Devo was pretty popular. And that's kind of what their theme was, is that humanity was devolving. Even while everyone was trumpeting the progress of humanity. Now that I can look back, I, they're so, they were right know where they are on on things nowadays most most musical groups or or whatnot are are fairly on the the left-leaning side of things but so i so i honestly can't say where they're at but that's what population has been doing is is devolving but what can we do to change that we don't want to be part of that we want to be better So we don't want to jump on the socialism bandwagon because that's going backwards in time. That's heading towards oppression and tyranny and taking away liberty. We don't want to go backwards in time on any of the things and any of the challenges that we've been through. We are instituting racism in this country right now with this thing called critical race theory. We are instituting racism as a solution to racism. Now, it's certainly not something I support. I can't get behind it, nor will I ever get behind it, and I will fight tooth and nail against it because I'm of the class of people that believe all people are one race, and that is the human race. And I believe that all citizens in this country have a responsibility to do the right thing, to be better. That's part of your responsibility. It's a big word, but you can't have freedom and liberty without it. Freedom is not the ability to do nothing in your life. That is the fastest way to slavery. Reliance on other individuals is absolute slavery. The more self-reliant you can be as a human being and as a family, the greater you will be as a human, the greater you will be to reaching that potential. So consider it and think about it. I hope you've gotten something out of tonight's podcast. Um, I really struggle with the podcasts. 
I, I am certainly a better writer than I am a speaker. Um, I, I have terrible anxiety problems, and I, I really do struggle with these podcasts. So I appreciate that, that you guys like them, and, and I'll, I'll keep doing them. I'll keep trying to get this right. In one of these days, I'll feel like I, I finally have it. I'm not there yet, but I'll, I'll keep trying for you guys. So I am trying to live up to my fullest potential as well. So I invite you to do the same thing. I think the more of us that do, the greater off we're going to be. I'm, I'm nobody special. I'm just a guy who loves his family, who loves God, who loves his country, and is, is trying to do the right thing by my neighbors, my friends, and my family. I'm trying to do whatever I possibly can to, to save this country. And I invite you to please join me and do the same. And with that, God bless you. And God bless those who stand for liberty and freedom and are doers of the word, not just talkers. Have a good night, folks. God bless you.